Yes, 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 one, two, one, two. And it's with great pleasure that we're back here at the Rolling Cafetero podcast, and I have with me a very special guest today. Um, this young fellow here is actually my nephew, Ashan Malakai Lanara. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm feeling very uh, splendid. Like, yeah? Yes. Awesome, awesome. I'm so glad you were able to do this with me. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let me give you an applaud. Thank you for coming. Yes, it's an honor. <laughs> I don't know if it kicked in or what. <laughs> um, I appreciate this, man. Thanks. I'm res- I wish I had like more time to just sit down and just kick it with you and talk with you. But one of the reasons I do this podcast is to basically um, have a recording, have a collection of conversations. And nowadays we have this technology so why not it's almost like okay people are doing you know photo albums like instagram or whatnot but now let's let's see where your thoughts are what's going on in your life where you are maybe we'll sit back again and do this conversation and recently you've had an amazing development so i was like we got to talk about this before you become busy man of course so let's start um yeah why don't you reveal to the people what what occurred to you recently uh, okay, well, very recently, uh, literally this past Wednesday, um, I found out that I was elected Student Government Association Executive President for Montclair State University. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. That's quite an honor. That's awesome. Yeah, not many people uh, can say they've had the privilege to do something like that. So No, of course. And then on the collegiate level, Exactly. At so that. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so what made you want to do that? What led you in that direction? All right. Well, I, it's only right I start from the beginning. Okay. Go right ahead. So when I first stepped into Montclair State University, I actually came in with the mindset that being involved wasn't necessary. I thought that it was just a, a perk or something that I could just do if I really wanted to because I was super involved in high school. Okay. You know, I played varsity sports. I was a class president, class vice president, uh, prom committee co-captain. I, I hosted a single to mile show. I modeled for the. F- I did every. I did everything you could think of a high school student can do, especially in that small high school, Hillside High School. Seems like it, yeah. You know, I, like I did. I covered everything, all grounds. I'm all over the yearbook and everything. But um, I came into college like, okay, Sean, this is a whole new version of yourself. You don't have to do this. You don't have to go about your way to do this, that, and the third. But you know, just when I thought. I was done. I get pulled back in. Like, <laughs> that's, the, that's that famous Alpha Chino line <laughs> from The Godfather. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um, basically, like, not even my first month, full month in college, Montclair State. It was the fall of 2018, and you know, I, I tapped in with like two, three organizations, like you know, Black Student Union, Latin American Student Organization, um, uh, another organization called the Brotherhood Latin and Die, which is a organization that caters to the excellence of African American and Latinx men, which I'm actually currently the president for right now. Really? Yes. So basically, it all started when you know I met a couple people in my building that I became close with. They, be, you know, they meet people. We all meet each other, and then literally, like college, they say college networking is everything. Yeah, that's literally what it was, and it okay. all started in the dorm room. In the dorm room, and, and you hold a position in the dorms as well. Oops, sorry. That's all right. And when it comes to when it comes to like 
resident um, resident halls, residence life, living on campus, I feel like I'd have a way completely different experience if I wasn't living on campus ever. Okay. In Montclair State. I feel like the on-campus experience is what I needed to develop into the leader I am right now. Okay. So, moving forward, right, my sophomore year, that's when I actually started picking up positions on campus. And that's when I started getting super involved again, which I thought at some point I wouldn't be, but I did. And... It made me happier, you know. It, it, it brought more joy to my on-campus experience, and it gave me the ability to help others, which is mm-hmm. something I feel like is a part of my purpose here in this world. Um, I feel like you know God created me to be a guide or some sort of leader in some sense, and being many positions on campus like just helped me become, or at least helped me have the confidence to run for this big position of student government president. Where did you get the inspiration to continue joining and signing up to these organizations? And then obviously, I think all of that kind of led the path to where you are right now. But where do you get the inspiration for that? So I definitely can say that, you know, li- uh, living in Hillside, New Jersey, living in a small town, you know, living in a small household, uh, you know, family definitely plays inspiration. But when I was on campus or I mean, even currently now when I'm on campus, I definitely get that inspiration for those for my peers, you know, people that I surround myself with. I feel like when I came into college, yes, I was with a group of students that we all wanted to learn. We all wanted to figure out what Montclair State's all about. But at the same time, we, you know, we were all knuckle, you know, knuckleheads in a sense where it's like, okay, we want to have fun. We want to see what this is about. We want to see, oh, well, you know, what, what do the girls stay at? You know what I'm saying? What, what, what are the parties to hit? This and that, that and this. But one thing I noticed about myself was, um, when I met certain groups of people, I realized they moved in a certain way. And it's like, as a student leader, you can still have fun. You know, you, you can still have fun. You can still be social. But you got to make sure you have your priorities straight. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't the type of dude that was going to go every weekend somewhere and spend money and do this and do that. And I know but why? Because I felt like that wasn't that wasn't necessary to, to develop or to learn or to grow. You know, you don't always got to go out every weekend you don't always gotta it's it's okay to sacrifice weekends i learned that my freshman year that you can sacrifice time because you're gonna get it back in the summer or you're gonna get something in return that's gonna be even better than what you sacrificed for where do you find that discipline because at that at that certain age at that certain level um that's something that you don't even discover until you're older in age but to find it like you know right in the beginning of your adulthood Quite extraordinary. Definitely. It's, it's great timing. I feel like when I was growing up, you know, and I, of course I'm going to shout you out mm-hmm. because, you know, you, you're the one that broke it down to me, the importance of saving, the importance of spending, and the importance of investing. And, you know, I fun fact, uh, one of my leadership roles on this campus is called a university fellow, which is a mentor for students that are basically freshmen, you know, freshman students. And I was in a group that were undeclared because I was once undeclared. So I felt like, okay, I want to show them what I went through at the same time. I'm going to help them. Yeah. And one time, literally everybody, like all the, like it was two professors and four uh, fellows. I was one of the four. Mm-hmm. The other three couldn't make it to class that day and one professor couldn't make it. So it was just me and the other professor that day. Really? And the lesson was financial literacy. <laughs> and he literally had me take over. And when I tell you, I dominated that whole lesson. Like, <laughs> All the students in that room walked away knowing, okay, I got to split my money in this three ways. I got to do the math this way. I got to, you know, use my percentages right, all that. And, you know, 
I owe you that credit because I wouldn't have learned that if it wasn't for you teaching me when I was in high school. Okay. You awesome. Know? I'm glad you listened. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's beautiful. Right. But I mean, also just discipline in the household. Um, you know, growing up, you know, I didn't go out a lot. You know, I wasn't like always out and about. And if I was, you know, it'd be, you know, in church or youth group or or even like well, you still had a social life, right? You still I feel like you're yeah. very sociable. You're very you carry characteristics that I'm finding that a lot of millennials are lacking and that's certain social skills, you know? Definitely. I know I know certain kids are just locked in in their computer world and these screens and they find everything they need all the you know, all the pleasures, all the pleasures, yeah. yeah. In there and, and the social skills lacking and that's going to take you a long way and Congratulations! It's it's taking you in the right direction. Thank you. And and one thing I, I like to mention in my growth and and what led me to you know student government and I feel like what played a major role was mm -hmm. finding my identity just as a leader before I found my identity in a business or something. Because I feel like when it comes to becoming a leader, you got to understand you're gonna, you're gonna have your own pros and your own cons, your strengths and your weaknesses. And I know I'm not the best at making that deep connection. Like, mm -hmm. I, like I'm, I'm always quick to connect with somebody and get to know them real quick, like on a, you know, on a quick basis, like, okay, first name, I know you, I know your birthday or, you know, what you like to do or what club you're a part of, but to really like connect deeply, have those deep, intimate conversations one-on-one -on -one with people. I've had intimate group conversations, which I've took, you know, I've taken away from, but to really have that one-on-one -on -one with somebody and like, it's so important, even with somebody that you may not even be in the comfortable, like comfortability to speak to in a sense where it's like, okay, me, I can speak to people that, you know, have some sort of disability or whatnot. But sometimes it could be a little difficult for me because I'm just like, okay, I want to make sure that I am listening enough mm -hmm. and make sure that I'm understanding enough. Mm -hmm. And that's something I definitely am working on. It's just my listening skills. Because I believe I am an empathetic listener. I, yeah. like, I You know, I listen to understand. You know, I don't want to listen to just sympathize with you. But I want to actually understand you and make sure that you are in a comfort, a, a comfort, you know, like a comfortable mentality, you yeah. know. Yeah, um, I've definitely been in situations as a resident assistant, which for those I mean, I know is a supervisor within a residence hall in a sense mm -hmm. where it's like we manage a floor. There's about say if there's about 20 floors, mm -hmm. that's 20 resident assistants. You know, we have our own managers, which are community directors of the building. And um, with that, like one of the major perks about that job is free housing and yes. You know, all those benefits, but, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm listening to you right now and I feel like you're acquiring other skills that I don't know if you're aware of managerial skills, dealing time. with people and like conflict resolution, conflict resolution. Correct. And that you don't learn in a class. You don't. They, <laughs> I, so there was this, um, professor, he's, he's still there. He, he's under the exercise science department. Um, I met him through one of my, uh, my close brothers, uh, my, my good brother, Guillermo. He put me on to him. His name is Dr. Gilbert. Mm -hmm. And we had him come for our organization to speak at an event that we had. Um, it was called Surviving Freshman Year 101. It was for the freshmen. And it was a very dope event. And, and like he made a lot of major points. But one of his most biggest points that literally, like, I, I say it to this day to the freshmen that I see now, or to even sophomores that aren't even involved, I say, it's not about what you do inside the classroom in college. It's about what you do outside. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Pe people may know me in the classroom, but, oh, that's just that one boy. But you know me outside the classroom. That's a Sean from Brotherhood. That's a Sean the RA. That's yeah. a Sean the fellow. That's a Sean the current SGA president elect. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's that's major. That's and, major, yeah. But back to my point of I finding my identity within um, leadership. The reason why I feel like that's so important is because a lot of people know me for all these different reasons, 
Mm-hmm. But now people are going to know me for a new reason, which is what SGA president. But let me not forget to add one thing I added to my skill set the past year was DJing. That's right. I've, I've created I've got myself in places I never knew I could be inside of uh, as a DJ. You know what I'm saying? OK. And it's like, wow, like this is a whole nother outlet. It's a whole nother style, a whole nother world, a whole nother Sean that I have to explore. But it's beautiful. Um, I was actually having a conversation like that with some training partners earlier today. And a friend of mine who's a tactical training guy, and he brought up the point of, like, you know, he's already an accomplished person, but he just started jiu-jitsu. And he loves that aspect of starting from fresh. Yes. And being able to learn something, going through your journey, and then discovering new stuff. So I love that you put yourself in that position. Okay, yeah, you're in this position now, which is a a really... um, admirable position but now you're also in this other field where you're a novice you're a beginner but you're open to that yes you know and you should constantly be putting yourself in those positions where you're learning you're constantly learning you never end, stop learning you right, know what i mean right and that means you know different fields so tell me about your dj life or how's where have you been so what have I, you done? as a dj um i've connected with many of djs uh a lot of, uh, I guess you could say, renowned DJs in the college, in the college scene. Um, I, I'll just throw a couple shout outs. Shout out to Joshua Powell, DJ De Niro, Rico on the track, um, DJ Kai, my good brother, DJ Greatness, DJ Bake, DJ Big Mike. Um, all of them, you know, I, I've been able to connect with and understand, you know, their styles and their their ways of DJing. Whether it's mixing, blending, attracting the audience, attaining for maintaining the audience, um, and of course their own personal audiences. Mm-hmm, certain mm-hmm. people go to certain events because so and so is DJing. Yeah, you of know course. that's important. Like of course. Y- you might see five DJs on that flyer, but those seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen girls are coming to the event because this one is DJing. Yes, you know that's so important. And even with like promotional and and just promoting myself as a DJ, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I've been doing that very well. Okay, but because of the weight my other positions hold, RA, uh, st- student government. Uh, you know all my mentorship uh, everything because of why people know me for that they're going to support me as a DJ regardless yes you know yes. They're, they're gonna, those people that I know from those positions are going to come to my parties if I was to throw one okay yeah you know? yeah. And, and and that's where I, that's where I'm saying identifying yourself as a leader people know me as a leader so they're going to be like okay if he's, a, if, if, he, if he's this good as a leader if he's this good as a Mentor, if he's, if if he's this good of a person, then I can only imagine how much of a, a good entertainer he can be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, and I, I'm glad that people know me as that. People don't know me as DJ Ush. People know me as a Sean RA in Machuga or a Sean the University Fellow or a Sean you know the very social you know sociable passionate dude. And even let me let me not forget to mention a Sean the upcoming motivational speaker. You okay, know, I have that page as well. Yeah, a minute to win it, which is when I just give out a message in under a minute. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> it, it, a minute it, to win it. <laughs> you know, literally, it's just a clever little name I came up with during the um pandemic, and even that is something I'm working on and trying to build my skills on. So it's like two whole completely different range of businesses that I'm still like just diving into. But what I like is how they transcend to each other with. Okay, your positions as a as a role model, as a motivational speaker, as a RA, as a you know all those leadership roles you have are also 
you know, positions where you give out substance. So hopefully that could also, you know, transcend into the DJing as well. Music of substance. Absolutely. Um, um I don't know. Quick story. That plays out. Quick story I mean. real quick. Right. So I was DJing at this lounge. I had no clue about. Right. Um, and the way I got that gig was DJ Big Mike was in Atlanta that weekend. And he usually DJs at that lounge every Sunday. Mm-hmm. So he called me a Saturday night. Hey, listen, man. Um, you know, this spot needs a DJ for Sunday. You know, um, I would like to know if you could take it. I'm like, oh, sure. All right. Boom. You know, however much I got paid, I got paid. Right. So it, it, it was a good feeling. I'm like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like they, he reached out to me of all the people he could have possibly hit up. He hit me up. And he was like, listen, man, you know, I know you're growing, but this is going to be, you know, a way to expose yourself. Was that your first paying gig? No, no, no that, wasn't, that wasn't my first. Oh, wow. Okay. But it, it was an experience that I, I can honestly say, like, it was an honor. Like, wow. Like, I can I can actually say I went to it's this lounge, and I, and I, you know? And, yeah, it can be referred and recommended to. Um, And just to add on to that, like, when I was at that lounge, you know, I didn't know if anybody I knew was going to be there. I was like, all right, I might just rock by myself. But I'm going to go, I'm going to show people like who I am. But he referred you not so much of your music abilities, but he referred you as the person you are. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. He's like, I know I can rely on this guy. Exactly. And that goes a long way. You know what I mean? I know I've sometimes have um, disputes with people where they're like, oh, it's because so-and-so knows so-and-so. It's because it's that, but my skills are better. And it's like, yeah, but you know what? That relationship holds weight, holds value. There's value in that relationship. It's yes. just not all about talent. Right. You know what I mean? There's relationships you got to build with people that become long-time friendships and are also business associations. Very true. You know what I mean? And good for you, man. You're you're doing it on the entertainment side as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, before we started the podcast, Jennifer, my, my special lady, asked you a question. Um, so what are these responsibilities now as... Um, Student government association, Student government. yeah, executive president, executive president. So, my well, like the description, according to the constitution, explains that the student government association executive president is the liaison between the student body and the administration. Mm-hmm. I will be in consistent contact with the heads of all departments, the president of the school, the vice president of the school, um, the dean of students, and. I have to ensure that the student body is their voice is being heard. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I am the voice, uh, so to say. And she was asking about uh, perks, right? As far as I know right now, um, I have my own office. Really? In the student center. Yes. Oh, and, you know, it's going to have the tag. It's going to say Ashal Nada, executive president. Um, and the same goes for the vice president, executive vice president. That's um, Carla. I just met her two weeks before the elections and like we clicked like this instantly. So yeah. I'm like, okay, shout out to Carla. You know, shout out to Carla. Shout out to my good brother, Guillermo, me and him. We, you know what I'm saying? We pretty much grew up in the, in the, in, in Montclair state together. You know, we were roommates last year. We were both, we've been on the same org for two years now. The brotherhood, of He's, he was the treasurer. I was the vice president last year. This year I'm the president. He's the treasurer again. And like that one, two punch is just killer. Nice. You know? So now he became SGA treasurer. Okay. I'm SGA president. Okay. So it's like that chemistry right there is deadly. <laughs> it's deadly. <laughs> What's that saying? Sword sharpened sword or something yeah, like that? Something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, you know, and he's another one that has an impactful um, 
like career so far in college as well with his mm-hmm. involvement. And then Christy, um, a fun fact about Christy, she's the executive secretary. She was my resident uh, my first year as an RA um, in Montclair State, my sophomore year. She was one of my residents. You know, like every floor has a set amount of residents. I had about 48. She was one of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she she stuck out because she always was energetic and she was cool, you know, and, I, and we'll always speak. But this year we, we got a little bit closer because we were both on the same cabinet. So I'm, a, I'm a actually a part of the executive president's cabinet. The pre- This year's president, the student government president, my boy yeah. Ernest, he has me on the cabinet as I'm the currently the director of student affairs. So literally similar to what the president has to do. I'm just like here to report any complaints or issues or whatever's going on on the campus mm-hmm. that students have to say. Um, and, and that's pretty much my position um, currently as director of student affairs. Christy is a class two director. She handles all organizations under the class two. And there's a whole breakdown about class one, class two, all that. Yeah. But, you know, that's what made us closer as a as a unit. So and oh, let me, let me not forget to mention G Guillermo. He's the director of academic affairs. Okay. So I'm student affairs. He's academic affairs. So, you know, like that connection is always going to be there regardless. <laughs> so the three of us were on the presidential cabinet right now. We're going to be on the executive board next year. Um, Carla, she was once a SGA uh, legislator. There's a whole legislature. Um, the vice president handles that. So her being a legislator and now being the vice president, she's going to handle all the legis- all the legislative policies, procedures, everything. Mm-hmm. That's going to be all her. Um, so it's, it's four. It's a core four. Yeah. It's president, treasurer, uh, vice president, treasurer, and secretary. Yes. And we all have our own offices. And then there's a, you know, there's a main, yeah, <laughs> That's cool. there's a main office um, on the first floor of the student center. I'm always in there anyway, you know, whether it's with Ernest or uh, Paulette, she's the current secretary and there's the vice president's treasurer. Um, this year's board, you know, they, they've been through a lot because of the pandemic, you know. That's right. It's been, yeah. very, it's been, it's been, it's been very tough for this year's board. Last year's board was like my inspiration though. Um, the president last year, his name was Jarrell. That's my, literally my, my, my big brother. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He's a mentor. He, he's the one that helped me up, you know, before brotherhood, you know, before I joined brotherhood, he was the vice president and he encouraged me to run for vice president, which oh, was, wow. yeah, you know, me, he holds a lot of impact on me, Guillermo, my boy, Maca- a lot of people in my class, he holds a lot of impact under. He, he was a junior when I was a freshman. Okay. And, he literally took us. What freshmen. year are you in now? I'm a junior right now. Junior now. Yes. Yeah, so and he's a senior. No, 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 no. He graduated. He's, he's okay. he currently goes to Rutgers grad school. Okay. He does. Uh, he's he's getting his master's. I, be, I believe higher education. I'm gonna put him out there. But shout out to my man Jarrell. Shout out, um, bro. But yeah. Uh. So we get our own office. We are given free housing the whole summer. Nice. Because we have to be in the office, you know, to train, to understand, you know, our position. And to really get a hold of what the climate is within the office yeah. as a unit, you know, yeah. um, the SGA tra- um, the SGA executive board is not only just the four of us in that office, but there's actually two um, adult workers. There's uh, Betty; she is the SGA administrator. Uh, I, f- I forgot her actual position. It's something like that, administrative assistant. Yeah. So. Before you enter my office, you enter Betty's office. Wow. Yeah, there's okay. a it's like a door and then it's an office and it's another door. That's my office. And Betty is, you know, she's such a, a sweet individual. You know, she's always great. You know, every time I go in there, if I want something printed out, she can print it out for me. You know, she she handles all that. You know, she's very, very caring woman. And then there's Pam. Pam is the SGA bookkeeper. So the treasurer shares the office with the bookkeeper. Pam, she's sharp. She gets on you about everything, you know. She um she's very blunt she's very raw she will not care if you mess up she will make sure that you understand where you messed up and how you can fix it 
You know, direct. Yes. very direct person, He's very direct. And, and I love that about Pam. She she got me right with the because as an organization, you know, you're under the SGA. So you always got to be in that office to submit paperwork. If you want events to happen on campus, you got to do paperwork. Pam is the one that goes goes over all the paperwork. If you get something wrong, she's going to let you know. She's going to give it back to you and be like, OK, you got to fix this, fix that, fix that. But, you know, me, I'm always slipping up with paperwork. Like I'm always get it done mm-hmm, in a timely mm-hmm. manner. But it, I'm always going to be, oh, you didn't write the date for this. Oh, you didn't write the time for this event. Oh, where's the actual fly? Like, and sometimes I'm just like, Pam, please give, give me some slack. <laughs> but, but no, 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 no. But I need that. You know, I need like it's always good to have somebody like her in that office to you know let the students know like, okay, listen, we get it. You want to have these kind of events, but you got to do the paperwork and get it right. Yeah, you know, that's so. the eyes cross the T's. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Um, what what's the what's the goal here? What's the objective? So the goal is to. Well, my um my campaign uh slogan was revive Montclair State. Okay. Um, the energy has definitely drastically dropped from this whole school year because of COVID and stuff. Because of COVID, because of the pandemic, you know, everybody's you know trying to be safe, stay at home, and I respect that. Um, for the students on campus, it's been rough too. Um, just that whole experience has been iffy because of the fact that it's not the true on campus experience. You know, I tell a lot of first year students that I come across that, hey, listen, you know, what I'm saying. I, you know, I respect that you're toughing it out, but like, if you if you're considering not being on campus next year, cut that out. You know, come back, come yeah. back, because it's, it's gonna be better. You know, yeah. I I want to make sure students understand that now that I'm in this position, this position of power, this position of authority, I'm actually trying to make things happen. Yeah. You know, uh. um, obviously it was tough this year. This year was tough. It was tough. Uh. Last year was tough too. Um, this is how I looked at things too. You know, Jarrell, Jarrell was the first president, the student government president to have ended the year into the pandemic. Ernest was the first president to go through the whole year in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. The way I look at it, I'll be the first president to bring us out of the pandemic. I see. And 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 the plan is to simply execute, whether it's having events on campus again, making sure that student-faculty connection gets stronger, whether it be in-person classes or online uh, classes because personally speaking man this online class stuff can be so draining yeah sometimes i just put the laptop on and i might just do my workout but the laptop's on with the class going on yeah i've seen a lot of people do that you know yeah um or even just go about my day i put my my, my class in my phone in my pocket put my headphones in so i'm listening but i'm not really listening because i got I'm, I'm doing other stuff you know so like the participation levels the the energy of a classroom. Sometimes, you know, you got professors being like, okay, who wants to answer this question? And then it's like straight silence. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's it's unfortunate. But I feel like the sooner we get back in person, that's which is I'm I'm in no rush, you know. <laughs> I'm in no rush. But I feel like if next year, next fall, we incorporate more in-person classes, it's gonna bring a better energy to the campus. But it's really next spring that's the one I'm like that's what I'm anticipating. Okay, I'm anticipating to bring you know everything back by next spring. I feel like next spring semester by next February, next next January February, things should get into a better groove of what Montclair State used to be like. I think it's um it's necessary. I think it's necessary. We're humans of touch, and we have to have a social engagement with people. It's I mean. I forgot where I heard this, but someone was saying, um, like, for instance, in prison, in prison, you know, what's the worst penalty you could give another prisoner who's locked up with rapists, killers and murders. What is keep it? them by themselves? Mm. Solitary. 
Yep. That's the worst punishment you could give them. So it just shows you, you know, this whole, you know, engagement that we have through these screens and through, it's just not, it's not the way to go. And it really isn't. People are tired. People are tired looking at screens all day. You know, um, myself, I'm not going to say I'm tired, but I'm just, I'm just ready for what's next. And there's going to be a shift in consciousness. Definitely. Uh, do you ever heard, there's been all these ideas, there's, I forgot who was writing about this, but supposedly after every plague or after everything, there's a shift in consciousness. People question because we got a chance to really realize what we lost. And then now we could focus on what's important. You know, so it's important to keep that COVID mindset of like, dude, remember when we didn't have this. And it's like, that's why we should focus more on having that, whatever it is. You know, what you love so much because you were around in Montclair. You had the the experience. Yep. You know, what was it so special? Focus on that. Focus on what that special was so these kids could enjoy that. You know, it's like, yo. This is what makes this beautiful. This is what makes the college experience beautiful. Exactly. And and, and what I'm trying to see right now is um, definitely how I can actually make that happen. Um, Because with this position, you can only do so much. Um, At the same time, when it comes to the housing situation, you know, I, they're planning on filling up the residence halls next year, which is great news. But there's always there's going to be some skepticism behind that. You know what I'm saying? How can you do this if you need rooms for people to quarantine in? God forbid if they catch something or, you know, to isolate themselves. And like, how, like are you really going to fill up the residence halls? Are you going to have a limit on each residence hall? There's a lot of questions that need to be asked. But um, definitely, I want to make sure that <laughs> the Student Government Association plays a part in that. Because yeah. I feel like the SGA and residence life hasn't been, they, they, they weren't too deeply connected this year. Um, yeah. And me being a RA, being me being a resident assistant, especially and, and my vice president Carla, we're both resident assistants on campus. We're gonna make sure that we have some sort of stamp, some sort of foot in when it comes to residence life, mm-hmm. because as much as I adore what I do as a res, as a resident assistant, I know that there can be improvements. There can be improvements. Okay. Um. The thing is, though, I can't speak too much about it. I much I gotta tread lightly. Yeah. Only for the reason being that you know conflict of interest if the students are saying you know are they bashing res life me and myself and carla it's not about us solving it we have to leave it up to g and christy because there's no bias behind them because they're not our race me and carla are yeah. so it's like okay we have to allow them to handle what's what's to come with this res life issue if there is any issue if all things if all things go well if everything is communicated effectively then there's, you know... Oh, there will be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, yeah. we're flawed individuals. Very. Mankind. So yes. there will be there will be issues. And, and I've learned I mean, that. But it's, that's beautiful that you're coming from a perspective of already being an RA. So therefore, you have the experience. You're just not coming in theor- theoretically with like, oh, I believe it should be like this. Right. My question to you is, how are you going to be able to screen between, you know genuine um concerns over people just like eh, just don't want to come <laughs> right right exactly and the thing is when it comes to student engagement um my freshman year what made the campus so so fun what made the campus so so like just i don't even know the word for this but like it was just like 
the energy of the campus was just up there. You know, the, especially the spring. Spring 2019, well, to this day, is probably my favorite or, like, just my, the best semester I ever had in college. Just because of all the variety of events, the variety of opportunities, seminars, workshops, everything. I took advantage of everything. You know, at the time, I wasn't the freshman that, you know what I'm saying? At the time, I was just a freshman, and I wasn't that. I wasn't a Shonda R.A. I wasn't a DJ Ush. I wasn't. I wasn't any of that. I yeah, was just, none of those titles. I was just a student, mm-hmm. you know, that, that lived on campus that wanted to get involved. So it's like, I look back on that, I'm like, yo, how can I put myself back in those shoes mm-hmm. um, while being in all these different shoes, you know? <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> how can I do that? And it, it, it's literally just being the voice, you know, being able to speak to administration and make sure they understand where we're coming from as students. Um, it's going to be tricky, though, because it's definitely a lot of change. Mm-hmm. Um, for I mean, I, I'm not sure if you know or heard, but the current vice president of student development, Campus Life, she just retired, and there's a new one that just came in. Okay. All right? And then the current president, President Susan Cole, president of Montclair State, she's retiring in July. Okay. So there's going to be a whole new president. Oh, wow. So that's a whole new president and vice president of the campus, meaning there's going to be a big shift a lot of changes coming. There's gonna be a big shift in how the campus is gonna be ran. Yeah. So um. So yeah, the new pre- the new vice president has already started their term, but the new president that that has yet to come. We we're not sure who, what, when, where yet. You know, but we do know for a fact that President Susan Cole is out of here in July. You know, she she did her 20, 23 years as president, and she said, "I'm going." Uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Pennington, the the former VP, she did about twenty one years. So they pretty much. They rocked in it together, and now they're about to be out together, you know? So that's what I mean. Like, especially after this whole COVID situation, not only there's going to be a shift in consciousness, there's going to be a shift in policies. Yeah, absolutely. Because people, when they first get into positions, you know, they want to show off their skills. They want to show off, like, look what I could do. And there's things that are going to work, and there's things that are not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Definitely. But they're definitely going to try to apply some sort of change and, and in everyone. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me yeah. being student government president, you know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the first person they're going to want to speak to. Yeah. So it's like I'm ready to speak to them. I'm, I'm ready to, for them to get to know who I am and for me to get to know who they are and, and how we can create this, this, new, this new life at Montclair State. You know, it, I'm very excited because I know that a year from now, I'm not going to be the same person. You know, like a year from now, like on this day, 2022, I'm not going to be who I am right now. No. Because I'm going to go through so much. It's not even funny. Yeah. You know, and and I'm fine with everything that comes my way. Yeah. As long as I'm able to say I've been through it and I got through it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's it comes down to two basic things. I sent you that text at one time when I learned about you, um, your position. And I just break it. I, I simplify things a lot because, you know, I mean, there's nuances to everything and there's complexities, of course. Right. But sometimes you just got to simplify. And I was like, yo, I love that there's people that choose to either build or destroy. You know what I mean? And you're choosing to build. And that's beautiful because guess what? Destroying or just complaining or just not trying or just whatever, being the victim or sometimes, you know, um that that's easy super easy you know i mean remember that other saying i think my dad told us or told me and i shared it with you 
was like, you know, when things go bad, you can either cry or, or sell tissues. Or sell tissues. <laughs> That's big. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. I do have that option. We all have that option. See, when it comes to a certain to, degree. Yes, to a degree, certain degree. Right? <laughs> See, when it comes to that whole, like what you just said, like crying and sell tissues, I, I've realized that. Everything that I've probably taken part of in this campus is a form is my form of selling tissues. It's like, okay, the brotherhood needs a leader in this case that is able to expand on the organization and create more diversity, right? The the, the org I'm the president for right now. So I was like, what am I gonna do about it? Run for what a treasurer or, or or actually become president. You know what I'm saying? Like like am I gonna limit myself in my positions or am I gonna, you know, what am I gonna do? I guess that'd be a good example. Um, I want a better living situation for myself, or I want to be able to be more affordable with my college um, loans or whatever. What did I do? Become an RA because it took away my loans. I don't have to take, I don't have to pay any loans, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess like everything I've done in college is a form of me selling tissues. Um, it's a lot wrong right now in Montclair State. Okay, that's fine because why? I'm confident that I could be the leader that could get us out of that, you know? Um, but at the same time, it's, it's being mindful that, yes, there's a lot of things that we are not in control of. You know, this mm-hmm. pandemic, you know what I'm saying? The, like, the whole vaccine process, you know, like it's a lot of things that we're not in control of. That it's like, okay, where can we as the student body get some sort of understanding and get the same, what's the word? Not privilege, but the same, like, opportunities, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, recently they just announced that vaccines are going to be required okay. to come back to the campus. Yeah. Um, and personally, I feel like I understand why they're doing it, mm-hmm. you know, for the safety and to, you know, return to normal as possible. Mm-hmm. But of course, questions arise. Yeah. Um, students are going to want to have their opinions be heard. Yeah. So it's like, okay, how can we come up with some sort of solution as to like, whether it be like a conference or some sort of question Q and A session or something. Of course. Um, recently, they did have a town hall um, for the living on campus situation. There was a situation with the guest policy. They were able to fix it, um, which is good. You know, that's always good news when they're when the administration listens. But you know, this whole vaccine just caused a whole other mini uproar. You know, what I'm saying in the campus community. So now it's like, okay, what if I'm not comfortable? What if it's against my religion? What if there's medical concerns that I may be worried about with this vaccine? You know, it's a lot. You know, it, like I said, it's always going to be questions. That's one thing I learned about being a, not just a leader on campus, but a student. It's always going to be questions. Yeah. And I've also learned that it's okay to not have the answers, but let's work towards one. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of the main reasons why I ran for Student Government Association Executive President. It's because, yeah, there's going to be questions every year. For any new administration But under the Lanada administration We're going to actually find solutions Or at yeah. least work towards one Or at least build Yeah Build towards something right Right. You know what I mean Not go the opposite direction Because mm-hmm. it's all about these Micro steps forward At the end of the day Nothing really happens overnight Right Let's see We got still Good 20 minutes That's awesome Um so you said you. I heard you. You were saying before that. Um, you said now you have your. Um, what's it called? Um, Business. Your major. Oh, my major. Yeah. What is it? 
uh, business administration with a concentration in management. And currently, I'm trying to have two minors, but one minor that I recently just picked up was business relations and professional selling. What's that? It's basically it's basically marketing. Um, okay, you know I, I take certain courses like consumer behavior, um, sales negotiations, and just being able to communicate effectively in the business world. Nice. Yeah, I think you have that skill. <laughs> I mean, I picked up the minor because it was new and it was like, <laughs> it, it caught my interest. So I'm like, okay, yeah. let me let me hop awesome. onto that. So yeah, and then fashion merchandising is my other minor. Fashion mer- merchandising. Yeah. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Fashion driven, huh? Why not? <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, been playing any sports? Anything? I mean, I, you know, I work out in my room. Okay. Um, I do like at home workouts on YouTube. Yeah. You know, they, it's been beneficial. Uh, one thing I definitely can say though, honestly, is that I feel like I, you know, I gotta strengthen my eating habits. You know, my dieting. Mm-hmm. And you know, on campus, you know, it, it, there's a, there's there's options. But you can only go so far with the options that you choose. Yeah. You know, before you get tired of it. Yeah. So it's like, um, chilies, you know, I, I love chilies, mm-hmm. but it's like, can I get a side at chilies every day? Yeah. You know, sometimes, <laughs> it, it, you know, sometimes it could kill me, you know? Yeah. Like, All right, let me just get the wings today. Yeah. You know? And then there's Jersey Mike's and then there's Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And it's like, I'm yeah. trying to avoid Dunkin', but yeah, yeah. Like, what else? But you're trying. Right? I'm trying. You're trying. Like, I, like I've been stuck at I think two thirty two. Like, like that's my weight right now. Yeah. And it's like I'm not proud of it because I gain I, I gained from last year. Like I was in the two twenties. But, but it's like this year I'm in the two thirties. I'm just like, damn boy, I'm trying to lose. I'm trying to lose. I'm trying to lose. But you can't really lose in a situation like mine. You know, I'm working out. Yeah. But the eating is like ah, I could do way better. You know, yeah. I could do way better. And don't get me wrong, you know, I'm blessed with uh, grandparents that, that cook so well in the house. Oh, amazing. You know? Amazing. Like, but it's like, I also don't want to abuse their power of, like, okay, cook for me for the week. I'll just come and pick up the food. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Mind you, my grandmother has offered me that before. She said, yo, I'll just let me know what you want. I'll make it for the whole week. Just come pick it up. And then you'll just come back and return, like, the next weekend or something. I'm like, nah. I don't want you to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and and that's just that that need of me feeling like I gotta understand that this is my problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When it comes to health and you know eating healthy, it's just like okay, it's my issue that I gotta fix. I fixed it before and I could do it again. You know what I mean? But it's harder on campus. Yeah, it's, it's way harder on campus because it's like okay. Well, you seem like a very busy person too. So, very true. Yeah. So, when I was home 2019 summer, that was my first college summer. You know, it was long from May to August. I had all this time in the world, you know. So what did I do? I picked up two jobs. I was on my bike every day. Every off day I got, I was on a bike where I was playing basketball. Mm-hmm. By the same time, I was eating right. I cut myself to a, a, a dietary limit of fifteen to 1,700 calories a day. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to lie. On average, I probably average 2,500 a day, mm. which is, you know what I'm saying, not good. Not For me, at least, I'm, I'm always going to like put like be down on myself like, damn. Like, you ate too much today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, I still track my calories day in and day out. Sometimes I'll slip one How day. How do you track them? Um, it's an app on my phone called Fat Secret. Okay. So I take that, you know. I still take it serious. You know, I, I picked that up during my time of losing weight back in 2019. And it's 2021. I'm still doing it. So, yeah. hey, I picked up a good habit. But now it's like, okay, I picked up this habit. But I'm just not doing what I used to be doing, which was eating to a certain extent. 
If I bring that back, best believe, best believe. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be back to 2019 to Sean. But obviously, a more what's the word refined version because yeah. it's 2021. I'm not trying to go back to my old self. I just want to go back to my old weight. Got it. You know what I'm saying? I, I went from 240 to 203 months from May 15, 2019 to August 15, 2019. Wow. Yeah. That was wow. a grind. It was a grind. It was hell. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. But it wasn't like you weren't doing anything. You were actually hustling, hustling. making moves. Hustling, yeah. Doing something, you know. Sometimes you get caught in the hustle and bustle of life, you know, like, I don't know. It's like hard. The, the health gets put to the side. Very true. Well, with the diet. Not so much the health, the diet. You know, but it's 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 a constant grind. Trust me, it's a constant grind. We're living in this um, very, um, m- you know, modernity lifestyle, but right. it's not necessarily the most healthy. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, we have access to all this stuff. We have all this at our, at our hands, but doesn't mean it's, like, the best thing for us. See, let me tell you what I actually did, though. Um, 2021, one of my goals was to give up fast food. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, I've been doing good. Okay. But here's my issue, though. I've, I, like... When I order, if I was to order food or something, I'm still going to order food, but it's it's not going to be a McDonald's or a White Castle or a Taco Bell, but I'm going to order food that's like, all right, damn, like it's still fattening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, it may not be fast food anymore, but it's still food that's not necessarily good for me. Yeah. But one thing I can say is cutting off fast food definitely played a major role, not just in my health, but in my wealth. You know what I'm saying? Like I was able to save so much money. Yeah. Because because I had to reflect off of last semester. Yeah. I like to reflect every semester. Yeah. Last semester, November, I'm gonna say late October up until Thanksgiving was bad. It was yeah. bad, 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 yeah. bad. Because I was getting tired of the campus food, so what would I do? I would drive to it was McDonald's literally two minutes away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd always get McDonald's or I'd or I'd go to a Taco Bell or I'd go to mind you, I don't even eat Taco Bell. You know what I'm saying? Like I was doing stuff I was like <laughs> that was out of my character. Yeah. So one thing I learned about that was like I'm gonna yeah. Like I, I cut that out And um, I even like In the beginning of this year I participated in the fast That my church We do it every year It's called the Daniel Fast Which consists of You know Greens Fruits um, Even you know Wheats You know whatever. Fasting is super important You know Fasting is everything So you know And it was a 21 day fast And that fast helped me a lot You know Because not only did it Regain my focus on You know My purpose And, and why I'm here And of course my faith But like It, it, it gave me good health again Um, I'm not gonna lie I came home 240 And I went back to school. I came home for Thanksgiving, 2.40. I went back to school, 2.20. So I mm. cut off two, 20 pounds in two months. Easy, right? Mm. But right now, I'm at 2.32. Why? Because March, I suffered a little bit. Why? Because my scale was broken. Yeah. And when, and, and, and when my scale wasn't working, it was no batteries. When, when my scale wasn't working, I took, like, the mental, like, had that mindset that, okay, I don't have to get on the scale no more. So I could just eat whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I and I let that get to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Cheated yourself to a certain degree. But once I finally got the batteries, and I finally hopped on that scale again, oof, I was like, what? I was just 220. What happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I got I was I was I was so upset with myself. I'm like, damn, what happened to Sean? Like, what did you do? Like, why did like how? You know what I'm saying? But I'm looking back at the past like three weeks, and I'm like, damn, like, you know, I've been eating residence hall food. You know, like the burgers, pizza, all that. Like the food, it's on campus, but, you know, it's just not good food. It's not healthy. Well, it's the same system that we were just talking about. Is like what you're talking about, what are you going to do with your um, student government and your goals are. is like, you know, slow incremental gains. Same thing happens with your diet. 
Absolutely. You know, you're just eating something. You're just like, ah, just this one time. That one time turned into eight times. And then guess what? You had the slow incremental gains, like physically gains. Yes. And next thing you know, it's like, where the, f- where did I get these 20 pounds from? Yes. And yeah. then, and it happens. And to way. add on to that, like I, I, I've been working out this whole time. Every, yeah. I work out Monday through Friday in the morning, yeah. uh, right before my classes. I work out Monday through Friday. And you know, some of them are hit workouts. Some of them are like a little bit of strength training, but a majority is calisthenic. It's all body. It's all body work. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't have weights or dumbbells. I just use my you know my body. Mm-hmm. And one thing I noticed is that I see the results within my body, but now it's like I gotta lose my gut. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I see my chest developing, I see my arms developing, I see my legs developing, but now it's like I gotta lose the gut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't have a bike on campus to ride around. I could rent a bike. Don't get me wrong, but it's like when am I gonna find a time to ride my bike? Yeah. So what my plans are, I'm looking, I'm, I'm already looking ahead, right? When the semester ends and it's time for me to move into the apartments because there's um, apartments on campus called the Village Apartments. I remember you showing them to me. Yeah. Yes. So that's where I'm going to be living over the summer um, during uh, my, uh, the beginning of my presidency. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. The, my, my term starts on June 1st as SGA president. I guess I'm going to move in probably like the weekend prior. That, that weekend, I'll probably move into that apartment. Um, and the way it's going to work is what I'm going to try to do is, uh, have a, a, a bike rented from the recreation center. Cause the recreation center has bikes and I'm not sure if they're going to be open this semester. Uh, I mean, in the summer, I'm pretty sure they will be, I don't see why they wouldn't, but if they are best to believe I'll be renting out a bike and riding it every day. May I make a suggestion? Sure. You're going to be in an apartment now. Yeah. You're going to have a kitchen. Yes. You have a very, very skilled and talented, both grandmother and grandfather, and actually uncle too, who know how to cook very well. Very well, yes, of course. Time to start taking some recipes. Exactly. And start learning how to cook. The, exactly. Going back to what we were talking about, becoming a novice again. Absolutely. Becoming a beginner. And, I'm and gonna yeah, you're going to mess up the first yes. dishes, yes. of course. You're going to be like, what the heck am I doing? Until <laughs> <laughs> you figure it out. And the next thing you know, you're going to know how to cook, you know, whatever dishes. And it's going to be healthier for you. Definitely. You're going to have control of your dishes. You're going to ride across, you know, find some peppers and be like, ooh, these are nice peppers. I'm yeah. going to buy this one pepper that's going to hold me down for two meals, three meals. And <laughs> it's also not only going to be healthy for you. It's also going to make your pockets fat because you're going to. Remember, I've always told you, it's not how much money you make, it's how much money you keep. Right. So as long as you're not spending it, it stays in your pocket, and now you cook and make your own food, and also, you know, special ladies, they like that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, yeah, I was definitely um, preparing for that. Um, God willing, if they do it, um, if they they place us the way I would would hope for them to place us, uh, which would be having... Um, you know, like, you know, like, cause we, we have our own dorms. Um, and I, I'm not sure if the, if, if the plan was to have all four of us live in the same suite, I think we'll all go crazy that way. Yeah. I definitely feel like, um, you know, the ladies, the my, Carla and Chrissy should have their own, um, nice. apartment and Guillermo and I will have our own, um, we'll pull in cause, and each apartment consists of four people total. Mm-hmm. So they could pull in two people that they might, you know what I'm saying? And we pull in two people. Hopefully that's the option that they give us. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm definitely going to coordinate with my executive board about that. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about that. But um, Guillermo, he he's a good cook. He's 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 
practicing. He's been like upping his skills recently. Um, so not only will I learn from my grandparents, but I know I'm gonna learn a little bit, just yes. a little bit from him. Yes, you know, of course. that's my brother. Learn you know, from what I'm saying? everybody, everyone's yeah. got their style. Of course, you can learn and eating a dish that you yourself prepared is gonna be amazing. And like, like I said, it's gonna be so much healthier. It's so much more nutritious for you, and it's so much better. And you get controlling the portions, and you're there's so many um, factors that are involved, and, and, I'm, and in I'm, your diet. Course, and I'm ready. I'm ready for another summer like 2019. I'm ready to to drop again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to lose right. that weight like I did. Don't get me wrong, I'm not as big as I was yeah. coming out of the semester, but I know that it's time again. Like I'm already mentally preparing for it. Like it's time. I messed up bad my freshman year because I not only did I gain weight, but I knew I was gaining and I just kept gaining. This time around, I peeped, I gained a little, but I, I cut it. Like I was like, all right, this stops here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay. How can I actually prepare myself mentally to lose? You said mental uh, incremental gains, right? That's what you said. Yeah. You know, it, it, now it's time for incremental loss. You know, I'm. I, I know it's not going to be easy, and I know it's going to be tough because I did it before. You know, yeah. it's like, Sean, what are you waiting for? You, you already it's just know. habits. It's just habits. It's just habits. Like vending machine. There's a vending machine in every residence residential hall. I ain't gonna lie. It was. This, they added this cookie, right? Otis Smunkmeyer cookie, right? Never seen it before. This semester, I think they just added it. I'm like, okay, I got it one time in like February. If I tell you how many times I probably purchased it from then to now, you'd be like, wow, two dollars, two dollars, right? That's, two, that's only two dollars. But I, I probably lost like fifty dollars yeah. off of that cookie alone. Yeah, easily. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even think about it like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it, it's bad enough. You know, there's people that probably have worse spending habits than me. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about them. It's me versus me. That's it. Yeah, you can't compare yourself to nobody else. Um, comparisons is the thief of joy. The thief of joy. You know, Roosevelt said once, and that's an amazing, amazing quote. Um, ah, damn, man, I got to cut this short, bro, because I got to oh, go yeah. to this breathing seminar. And I, I'm so happy you came to Always. do this. Always. I was like, because I know after this, you're probably going to get super busy. And it's hard for us to connect. And you're on your way to the top. You know, I got your back. Anything you need. Um, any last words? Well, first off, you know, I'm, I'm honored to be here. Part of the podcast. The the Ronin, Ronin Cafetero. Yeah. Ronin Cafetero <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure, you know, to actually link up and just talk. Yeah. You know, like, yeah we'll do this again. We'll definitely I'm, do this again. Yeah, say part two, you know, maybe sometime in the summer, you know. Yeah, we'll uh, see where, where where this is the starting point. Let's see where you're at in the summer. In and the then summer. See where you're at. I mean, yeah. we're going to know each other for a long time. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This yeah. is beautiful. This is so beautiful. Um, thank you again for joining me in this. And now we have something that we could put into the ether and the sphere and other people could listen and. Yo, I'd be getting like 450 downloads. That's that's lit. So <laughs> I've never spoken to more than 10 people in a room before. Okay. So to know that it's like 400 people listening in, I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and now we're your, your people. <laughs> Who knows? You know what I'm saying? If they want to know about the president here. You got it. There you go. You're the executive president. Yep. All right. Let's play the music. And thank you again for participating. Of course. Of course. It's a pleasure. Yeah. I'm very proud and love you very much. Thank you. Love you too. Of course.